0: Folks, I am back. I am back after a short hiatus. I had to come back and make an episode because I am shocked at the number of folks that have listened to me talk about all things rentals. I mean, thousands of you have listened to these episodes, and uh, it's amazing. I'm shocked, and I am grateful for you listening to me. And I hope that I continue to provide uh, good content for you that improves your life. Uh, But I figured I'd make a quick episode today, not only to end the hiatus, but because I see a ton of chatter about what is going on in the market, in the short-term rental market, and mainly around the segment of individual hosts, the the single person or the couple that rents one to five listings on various online travel platforms to short-term travelers, These folks are all over social media and various other forums and platforms about why is my occupancy so low? What happened? Things just started to fall off. Why aren't I getting any bookings? So I wanted to give my prediction in 10 minutes or less and put it out into the universe in the hopes that it helps someone to get some understanding because the predictions are everywhere. So let's rewind quickly back to COVID and lockdowns and uh, those times, which feel not so long ago, but uh, were a couple of years ago at this point, um, so shortly before uh, and up and through up through summer of twenty twenty two. So up so before um, a large majority of the cities were open when folks started to travel again, and then as quarantines were lifted everywhere, up until most recently, I mean present day. In in most cases, in some of these markets, um, new markets and existing markets have seen just a huge spike in demand for travel. It's obvious, makes a lot of sense. We were all cooped up at home and wanted to leave. Um, So new markets have popped up because folks were traveling to drive to rural destinations and uh, tier one markets uh, came back as far as demand goes. So it was everywhere. I mean, uh, folks were traveling to all of these markets. Um, Then we have to remember that during COVID and after the lockdowns, I and mean, even up until, I don't know, the first quarter of this year, there was super cheap financing. I mean, the loan products that were out there um, were being driven by these super low rates and financing was cheap. So millions of people bought millions of homes solely for the purpose of renting them to short-term travelers. And what happened is, is it spiked supply. In a lot of markets, I'm sure this is familiar to a lot of you, um, There are uh, there is an ex- extreme amount of supply at this point. And if you look at the data, in 2022, almost a quarter, almost 25%, right? I think the number is 22 or 23% of all available supply was brand new this year. So tier one and tier two cities that, you know, the major metros like uh, Chicago and Philly and Seattle, and then the tier two markets, which are mostly outside of these major metros, I mean, they became flooded. Think about if the traditional home market saw a 22% increase in supply in a couple of months or in a year or at any point in time. I mean, it would be a fire sale, right? If The demand pool remained the same, 22% increase in supply. We're talking fire sale for homes, uh, ridiculously low rates. And so this is what happened in the short-term rental market. Um, so as the supply increased, demand remained unchanged, right? Demand was at its peak after lockdown, yet supply is spiking to the tune of millions of units coming online. And because um, as supply spiked, demand sort of remained flat or uh, incrementally increased the pricing or the ADRs, right? The nightly rate um, increased slightly um, or you know, stayed flat in some cases, but uh, nightly rates were still high, which doesn't make any sense, right? There's a huge spike in supply, should drive the price down. At this point, it didn't. Um, So they were flat. Then, most recently, uh, inflation starts to hit because of the uh, way in which the economies were, or at least the US economy was uh, flooded with cash and cheap financing and demand was super high for everything from cars to uh, whatever um, inflation hits cost of living becomes difficult so i do believe in in some cases travel becomes a second priority to folks paying their rent and living expenses that have now increased or they're having to put more money aside for those items or put more money aside for what happens next so that they can survive instead of traveling so so at this point as inflation hits and this is over the last Uh, a couple of months or so, pricing will start to dip or occupancy will start to dip or both. So in most cases, you're seeing occupancy goes first, then pricing is lower to drive occupancy. And now these owners that bought these properties at a peak price, albeit with low financing or potentially low financing, now have these high overhead costs and are having to account for lower revenues because their pricing is down, because their occupancy is down. Even if they try to drive occupancy with a lower price, they're still seeing lower revenues. So all the while, the venture backed companies um, aren't affected. So I wanna exclude those guys from this conversation because they uh, can survive these uh, ups and downs because they forecast it, they include uh, occupancy in their forecast, they have the the capital on hand uh, to survive. And it's not as impactful as it is to an individual host that does this uh, for part-time um, money, or maybe it's their full-time job. I mean, who knows? Um, so so now we have a scenario where the owners that have higher overhead costs and now lower revenues, they're trying to understand how they'll sustain their expenses with uh, the dip in occupancy or pricing. And it's a tough call. So, What happens next for these guys Um, also want to mention that the individual hosts that we're talking about are folks that purchased a property. I want to exclude the arbitrage crowd um, from this conversation. I think those guys play a different ball game and I I don't think it's as popular with the one to five listing individual hosts as it used to be. Um, So now these guys, the individual hosts are looking how they'll sustain their expenses um, for their new rental or rentals that they purchased in the first or second quarter or the fourth quarter of 21. And I think there's gonna be a slew of, of deactivations. These folks are gonna uh, attempt to sell their homes, even though the market is not great for folks that bought their property that appreciated 30% in 12 months. Um, I think they're gonna to try to get out of these homes. I think they're gonna to try to list them for long-term rentals, which will help the cities case, which a lot of these cities are saying they need more affordable housing and even just available housing to drive down price. Um, So I think they're going to sell homes, go to long term, I think in some cases, professionally managed companies or professional hosts in general will start to pick up some of this inventory um, and add it to their portfolio. Um, So I think there's going to be a huge drop in the available supply of homes and apartments from individual hosts, um, which means that in turn, professional hosts will increase their market share more quickly than they've ever done before. And I think it will force the culmination of this, which is that in order to stabilize pricing, supply, and even guest expectations, the OTAs need to delineate professional hosts from individual hosts, which means that when a guest goes to a platform, they can search for a professionally managed home or a professionally hosted home, or they can search for one hosted by an individual. This not only stabilizes the pricing, but it also removes an important uh, competition, important piece of competition from this sort of battle, which is that me as an individual host, I no longer have to compete with my two bedroom cabin. I no longer have to compete with Sonder that raised billions of dollars and can outfit an entire hotel with luxury amenities and more. I no longer need to really compete with those guys. I mean, I do at a sort of high level, but when it comes down to it, guests are looking to stay in my home instead of a professionally hosted apart hotel. It's a different experience. And I think they need an easier ability to pinpoint those, in which case that should settle the pricing. And then once the housing market stabilizes and the economy uh, comes back to earth here, um, things will be fine. So. At this rate, I think you hang in there, um, but understand what your outlook is if you fit into the one to five listing individual host segment. Um, But I do think OTAs need to make the move that I mentioned, which is separating these homes, um, even onto different platforms at this point, um, because they're largely different suppliers, different experiences. And it's uh, interesting to see this continue to evolve So those are my thoughts. Those are my predictions. This will happen uh, very soon over the next couple of months. I think we'll start to see this and I wish you all well and happy hosting. Hopefully I can make some more episodes for you as time permits, but have a great day. See you soon.